airing the Addisons. Let me say this, as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, we've got to be careful and make sure that in everything, man, we are trying to get as close to what the word says as possible. And we got to understand that with that type of wickedness, man, you know, God does not wink at that. That's judgment. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. And you don't have shades of truth. You have truth or you have error. You have fact or you have fiction. And now we go into the thick of it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio, welcome to Friday, mm-hmm. everyone. Um, you know? Yeah, we're here. We, 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 All of us, we made it here to Friday. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's it. great. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. And um, today is the Gumbo Show. This is your reward for hanging with us Monday through Thursday. Um, and, you know, part of that reward is a little bit of a lighter show. Yeah. It used to be a lot of a lighter that. show. Yeah, then, I'm sorry. Well, I, I mean, uh-huh. you know, but then it morphed into like, uh, well, you're just going to take yeah. what we give you. No, no, no. Well, it, I, you know, it's 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 weird because I think that we have different listeners who want different things at different times. Yeah. And so you hear from some people who are like, no, we really look f- uh, forward to the Friday show because yeah. it's lighter. We laugh a lot. And that's really good. And that's good for me. You know, and then there are other people who are like, don't waste that hour. Give us what's come on, just, you know. Come on, man. Come on. Come right, on. right. And so you can't please everybody all the time. No, so you, you have can't. to just pray and and be led by the Lord. Because there are exactly. times that we might start out and we're like, oh, okay, yeah, you know, here's some stories that we'll grab. The, these will be on the lighter side. Mm-hmm. Remember the softer side of Sears. Come see yeah. the softer side of Sears. Uh-huh. Anyway, there's some stories that we start out. We think this is going to be on the soft side, but then our listeners are just like, they can take even a soft hitting story, <laughs> and they're like, nah, hold up. Right. You look at that through Greek lenses. Just kidding. Um, (laughs) Anyways, uh, but what we do on Mm -hmm. a Friday is we do a recap of the week's shows and open the phone lines up. I mean, we we open them up as wide as we can and hear from you as much as we can, Mm -hmm. Uh, especially because we've had a couple days. Let me just say we've had a couple days where we didn't get to talk with you. And so we'll just do a recap of what we looked at throughout the week. And uh, and then get your comments on it, because maybe you heard something Monday through Thursday Mm -hmm. and you were like, I'm going to say something. (laughs) I'm going to say something. And then you're like, I could not get through. And so anyways, if you couldn't, um, we'll open the phone lines up. We'll do that. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No lies detected. I take full blame. I can't I can't even pretend not to know what you're talking about. And then. The, sh- the I tell music you that came girl on. gets going. I don't even know how Will deals with her, you know, because <laughs> she I, doesn't talk like this at home. That's somebody yeah, well, sent me um, an email yeah. said, "Brother, you are um, patient. <laughs> you are what? Patient." And I said, "Huh? What do you mean?" And he said, "I love your show or something like that." <laughs> like that was that was the only there was no response. I was like, "Okay, who was that? Who was that?" <laughs> <laughs> Follow me that message. That's a message with a, with a message. <laughs> a message he, with... Well, you are patient. A message in a message. <laughs> Look, come on. Well, just go ahead and tell the people right now. This is what people really want to know. And, what, and this what is... We, we dance around this. We could have saved it for our date night. But we'll just reveal <laughs> no, the hand. No, you got to save the we, material. This no, is what, no, no, Well, the question... What, what's the question? The question... What people really want to know... Is? Is the question is... And the question is... <laughs> Is she difficult to be married to? <laughs> and the answer is no, 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 no. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to give the answer. 
You guys remember the oh, Winans? Remember the Winans? The That's Winans, where that song man. comes yes. from. It's a playoff yes. of song. Go look it up. I don't know the title of it, but just question you know, the is. chorus. That's the the question is, well, that's what I would name it. But nowadays, <laughs> that's when that was a time when whatever you repeated, the refrain kind of was like the name of the song. Today, you can sing a chorus over right. and over again. Right. And it's like, that's not the name of the song. Like, then why are you singing that over and over again? I don't know. Um, no, I think people really do are they do want to know, Will, is it difficult to be married to me? Are you are you struggling at home? Um, because there's some people who go, you know, my wife talks home. So- <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Anyways. Um, well, go ahead, sir. Hey. Is it difficult to be married to I'm not gonna ask you if it's difficult to be married to Mika. But the question is difficult the question to be should, Mika. Well, the question right? should be, is it difficult to be married? That should be yeah, a question. Yeah, you kind of skirted around what I was asking <laughs> specifically. No, no. But I'm, I had I'm a telling you, that, that's question. the question. I, I, that, but that's for date night. This one, <laughs> this, one is, <laughs> this one is more of the nitty gritty, okay? <sighs> this one is the grits Look, of it. I would say um, no. You would say, I would say what are you going to say? <laughs> I, I say no. And, and listen, uh-huh. why? Yeah, now, if you asked ahead. me this question uh, 15 years ago, I would have said, I wouldn't have asked you this question 15 years ago. <laughs> I was too busy sleeping on the sofa. I wouldn't but have asked you, is it difficult to be married to me? I'm sleeping about, on the sofa. about marriage is you grow. You yeah, grow because so there's difficult things about me and you. No, you know? not you, Will. Yeah. I'm, no. I'm stubborn. There are no like said, difficult things. That's the main no. thing. I'm stubborn. You said, what, what else? Selfish. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> Listen, we got to save some things for date night. Uh, and it's not that you're selfish. I, you know, I, I used to say that a lot. That's it's an area just of that you, growth, though. You, you, I... you just think too much about yourself. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Oh, boy. No, well, I'm I mean, I got to be selfish. If I can't get a word in edgewise. I mean, I got to try to get in where I can fit in. Why? Huh? Oh. Why do you want to hurt me? Why? Why do you publicly want to shame me? No, this is gonna be Friday. The wife that the Lord has given I'm to you. I'm just being you wanna, Bob. And that was a Bob statement. <laughs> that was a Bob. You know, Bob shows up in a place and he'll take all the sympathy he can get. That's what Bob does. The person makes a joke and he's like, "Well, yeah, she does do that." Come on, Bob, stand up now. Come on now, protect her. Anyways, um, yeah, no. So, so somebody said you're patient. You are patient. I will say that. Um, well, you are too. You have to have patience on both parts. Yeah, to, because to, just because you don't talk a lot success. doesn't mean that you don't bring your own issues to our marriage. Oh man, right? We don't go there the about issues, your issues. issues no, no, we sure don't. That's date night stuff. <laughs> I don't know. We want to go there for well, that. The whole no, aim of date night <laughs> is to make sure that every couple that shows up understands that they're perfectly normal, and the best way to do that <laughs> is to show exactly how Expose normal. Your flaws. Yeah, that's it. This is what it is. You know, because people can think because we laugh in an hour that that's all they do. <laughs> nope. No, there's a lot that goes on in uh, being an Addison. And but you know, look, can I say this? Go ahead. Here's, here's something. Well, no, you go first because you're <laughs> No, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. All right. I want to say this because I think, <laughs> I think sometimes people think because I get going on these issues mm-hmm. that that's the way you and I talk if there's an intense disagreement. That actually uh-huh. is not my tendency. My tendency, and you tell me if you agree with this, mm-hmm. my tendency when I feel misunderstood or yeah. when we have tension or friction is to shut down. Yeah. And I don't like that. I know. And he's always like, wait, what? Come on, talk. What is what's going on? My tendency is just to quiet and get introspective 
and I'm I'm weighing what I feel and mm-hmm. I'm trying I'm I'm asking myself is it legitimate you know and at the same time while seething you know you're angry and then you're like is it legitimate and then of course you know the Holy Spirit you're <laughs> you're trying to weigh it and you're like mm. Lord is it justified is it just my flesh you're asking all these questions so usually when we have a disagreement I'm not like just spouting off at the no, mouth no i am i'm usually quiet and you're like what are you thinking yeah well i mean it, there yeah. is a, a conversation that goes on but then it gets to a point where you just shut down i do like, i do and i'm like no no we got let, let's talk about this yeah you know, so yeah I, I think people wouldn't think that though they probably no think, i think oh, they think know. that oh man she must just yell at him and berate him and <laughs> because look at what she does with the liberals so you know <laughs> well my husband's not a liberal so you know <laughs> i show oh. great care in uh addressing <laughs> that's funny okay man, well that's enough we'll save i was gonna night. say Go you remember that at one time there was no gumbo friday you remember how gumbo friday kind of came about because we were hitting hard on all cylinders every day every day Man. And we had we For had three uh, hours a day. Yeah, we, yeah. Can you can people? I just want people to imagine. There's some people listening to us who go. We remember the three hours. Man, we used to do three hours a day of drilling down public Christian discipleship. This is what the issue is. This is how the Bible says Christians should look at it. Let's talk about it. We'd open up for phone lines. Not a lot of people would call. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, but how do we get to Gumbo Friday? Man, well, we had. And see, people wouldn't even know this, but we had a couple other people on our team. Yes, and, we did. And so it was a discussion of like, man, maybe on Fridays, you know, we can, um, you know, do something. Like Which this. really was their way of saying we're tired. Right? Of all they the were heavy like, man, we issues y'all, y'all hit too Monday hard all Thursday. the time. Mm-hmm. Like basically, they were saying like, yeah. man, come on, let's just have some fun. <laughs> I will. I will say this though. I will say because we were doing a morning show. Mm-hmm. We were doing a morning show. Really so for three hours, that was day. your your three hour yes. drive. <laughs> it was a real like, morning show. It was music like, yes, and conversation, headlines, everything. Now the headlines, I think, is what helped us to yes. segue into the, the Friday show yep. because sure. the headlines um, were funny. One of our co-hosts, Christian, mm-hmm. um, used to bring in headlines that were so unbelievable. You thought she was <laughs> usually them from up. Florida. They the, were the usually. I don't know um, what that's saying, but uh. <laughs> you know that's a thing. I learned that that is actually a thing. The uh, quote-unquote Florida man, a Florida woman, mm-hmm. that those headlines tend to usually come out of Florida, and so it was always like this silly story <laughs> that was so unbelievable, but it was an actual I mean, was headline. So she took her job very seriously. Yes, and we had this music. Dun, 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 dun. Remember that? Which made the <laughs> hair on your neck stand up because you're like, here we go. And that's what she would say. Oh, man. Yeah. She would say, here we go. And then usually we would travel to Florida. Yeah. And these were headlines. real headlines, but they were funny. A lot of them were sad. And someone was yeah. like, oh, my goodness. I can't we believe we. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. <laughs> there was one story I remember she brought where um, it was, I think, a Florida individual who actually found his way inside someone's home and um, fell asleep on their couch, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but was eating their food, had been eating their food that night. And then, you know, the couple, the family member, whoever comes down in the morning and is like, whoa, there's somebody asleep on my couch. (laughs) And the food was all over everywhere. I just remember that story because it was was hilarious. (laughs) Exactly. It was a modern day Goldilocks. um, (laughs) Just not bound in book. Right. It was (laughs) Yeah, real stuff. Real, life. real stuff. Compliments of Florida. But anyway, so, so anyways, Gumbo yeah. Friday kind of came out of that, you know, spun out of that, just to yeah. lighten things up because yes. the news is pretty hard. <laughs> it is hard. And I would say, man, where we are now, even just uh, several years ago, you remember? Like, we are in the moment that we said, hey, this is coming up the pike. And, and 
Anyway, it saddens me that we're here, but at the same time, I'm very encouraged because I'm reading the book, mm-hmm. capital T, capital B. I'm, I'm reading the book, and I know that where we are mm-hmm. and where we must go, all of this is for purpose. And That's so right. there shouldn't be any fear as we approach this. You know, there's, there's great comfort in knowing that um, God keeps his word, that what he says yeah. he will do, even even though it makes us uncomfortable, you know? So anyway, the headlines all point to the fact that the word of God is true. That's right. The word of That's God right. is true. Um, so this is how we started out this week, just kind of a recap. Mm-hmm. And then we'll open the phone lines so that we can all um, participate in the discussion. Uh, the question was, what will unity look like? Prompted by a question that we got mm-hmm. a week ago today. Yes. What will unity look like? So we started the week off that way, talking about who we can unite with uh, what we unify around, um, whether or not unity is something that we have to work up and and build up, you know. Uh, Then on Tuesday, the question was, will they stand? That was an interview with Ken Ham, uh, named after Mm -hmm. his book, Will They Stand? Um, Talking about our next generation, will our kids be able to face the giants in their day? And then on Wednesday, labor pains increasing. And like any good CD, remember CDs? Um, (laughs) On Thursday, yesterday, we had labor pains increasing part two. (laughs) Um, because that makes for a great message. So um, if you want to call, we'll get the calls queued up and, um, and (laughs) we'll get, Oh, that's right. Sherry B just reminded us. Sherry B took over doing headlines. She sure did. When Christian left. That is so true. She said, I got those ratchet headlines when they left. (laughs) Sherry B, that is so true. Oh my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) all right here's the here's the number hey if you want to talk just a little bit about marriage i know we started out talking um but it's it's good to let our audience talk back to us on that i just imagine it's so refreshing for people to understand that there is no such thing as a perfect marriage Mm -hmm. but what we strive for is perfect obedience Mm. right like you're because you're dealing with imperfect people but you have a perfect command you have a perfect command from the lord And so that's our starting point. It's not like how perfect is that individual? And like, you know, it's 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 unfortunate (laughs) that Hollywood has shaped so much of our understanding of the things that God has implemented or instituted for us. Uh, But marriage is is not a Hallmark movie. And thankfully, so (laughs) right. um... We're gonna talk. Don't say that. Okay, that's gonna come with Um. Anyways. uh, 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. Why don't you talk with us today? 888-589-8840. Aaron the Addison's the Friday edition. It's our gumbo show. Yes. We're going to grab this break, and then we'll come right back with some of your phone calls. Please stay right there. on American Family Radio. It's a Friday edition. It's our gumbo show. Everything mm-hmm. good goes into the pot. That includes um, your phone calls. In fact, I would say that this gumbo depends on your phone calls. You interacting with us, talking about the shows of the week, or even maybe something we mentioned today. Um, I, I think there was a call during the break where someone asked, why doesn't she ever shut down? during?" 
<laughs> You're so petty. <laughs> Nobody, Nobody called to ask that. that. I'm Nobody joking. That's a, that's a, that's just a, just a joke. All right. Um, let's, oops, sorry. Let's go to the phone lines. Let's go to the phone lines. 888-589-8840. Did I say, did I say I'm Miki? You're Miki and I'm Will. And that was Path of Revelation with Bow Down. And where's Sherry B? Sherry B is in Studio CC. Actually, and what is she doing? You know, taking your calls. Yes, sure. Great. <laughs> all right. I just want to make sure we're all on the same page. That proves to me that we are all on the same we page. We rename well studios and everything. Okay. We do. It has nice to carry over. Anyway. Who's up? <laughs> all right. Who's up first? My Let's friend. go to Mary Ann in Kentucky. Hi, Mary Ann. Hey. Hello. Um, so, my question is how do I go about teaching my daughter, like, and, like, giving her godly values and things? Because I, before I knew what TikTok was, I told her, yeah, you can have it. I just thought it was something that, like, kids her age were doing until I got on there and saw what it was. And, it's mm-hmm. and like, I, I try to say things and I try to guide her, but I don't know how. I was sheltered as a child and I ended up going down the wrong path when I got older because of that. And... I don't want to do that to her, but I also, I feel like I'm sending her straight to hell. (laughs) Mm. Oh, Marianne, first of all, let me just, by God's grace, encourage you to lift that condemnation um, because the Lord has set you free. In Christ, we are not condemned. Um, There's a difference between conviction and condemnation. The enemy is the accuser of the brethren, right? And so he loves to stand and point his finger But the amazing thing is that as Christians, we have the opportunity to say, yep, I am flawed Mm -hmm. and um, I am in need of a savior. Praise God that Jesus Christ has already paid my debt. So when we now feel conviction, it's quite different. It's not to um, condemn us where we feel like, oh, man, there's just no hope. But it is to steer us in the right direction. So I just want to say that. But if we still have Marianne on, I I had a I had just a couple of questions just for for clarity's sake here. Number one, how old is your daughter? She's 12. Okay, your daughter is 12. And then number two, what do you mean, briefly, describe for me what you mean when you say you were sheltered. What what did that look like, just briefly? Um, well, I wasn't allowed to go anywhere. I, I wasn't allowed to leave my yard. We weren't allowed to watch certain TV shows, but they didn't really instill anything as far as like faith or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember going to church a couple of times, but that was it. Uh, my mom would go here and there, but there was never really any values. Mm-hmm. So Marianne, it sounds like to me that, so you're, you're a believer, you're a Christian, correct? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it sounds like to me that the Holy spirit has already revealed to you what the deficit of your parents actually was. Mm-hmm. Um, it's different. We, what we are not doing is trying to keep our kids in a bubble so that they don't, you know, get touched by the world and all of these things. Like it's, it's not just that we're trying to like, Oh no, I don't, you know, um, mm-hmm. keep our kids in this huddle. What we are trying to do is exactly what you say was missing in your upbringing. We are trying to instill in them the Christian value system that we believe is the best in life. It's the best in life. But that is secondary to why we ultimately are Christians. We believe that Jesus Christ is the only way to God and in him is eternal life. 
Amen. So the best life, and when I say that, I'm not talking about having everything that we want. That's that's not what I'm talking about. But the best life being spared from some of the things that this world, I I look at, let me just say, I look at some of the things that happen in this world uh, to people who reject Jesus, right? That they have subjected themselves to, that they could very simply by being removed from the domain of darkness, come under the protection of the Lord Jesus Christ, be spared. Now, I'm not talking about not having suffering because we will have troubles Mm -hmm. and there will be suffering. But there are a lot of self-inflicted woes that people suffer because they have rejected Jesus Christ. So what we're doing with our kids is not you're not trying to keep them in a bunker. All right. You're not saying stay in your yard um, or you can't go here. You can't do that just because you're trying to like nitpick and, and control their lives. What you are actually trying to do is to prepare your kids for righteous living. So you start out by living righteously before them and you ensure that they have a clear presentation of the gospel so that they will be able to make the decision to accept Christ, to accept his sacrifice. And this is, and listen, I understand, you know, but I'll tell you what it's not. It's not, you just need to have Jesus in your heart. You just need to have Jesus (laughs) in your heart because it almost gives a kid a feeling that there's some warm, fuzzy feeling that now we understand men, you know, and I I think it was, uh, it was Wesley who talked about the warming of the heart, you know, so, so this is not something where um, I'm saying there are not feelings attached to it, but we are talking about a clear decision that every person on the face of the earth must make is Jesus Christ. Lord did what he say really apply to me? Is he the only way to God? That is the decision that every child must make. Right. And so what we do as parents is we try to keep that in front of our kids. When we tell them no to this, we tell them and, understandably we're not going to do this with everything. Sometimes it is just no, Hmm. sometimes it's no, (laughs) but when you're discipling your kid, it's different because your why is not a justification. Your why is a part of their sanctification process. Do you understand? So when you tell your kid no to something, you're not just saying, Oh no, I don't want you to do this. You're saying, um, yes, you're, you're saying, you're saying no, And the reason for this is because this is how God sees this, or this is the danger inherent in this, or this is the woe that we have to avoid or that we want to um, steer clear of. And so I'm hoping that I'm making sense. I really feel like the Holy Spirit has already impressed on your heart what needs to happen. And number one, it is instilling in your kid Christian values. Um, Well, and, and, and I will say this too, that presupposes that your kid is a believer, that your 12 year old has already made a decision to follow Christ. So now you've got to take your 12 year old to the word. Let me tell you, parenting is way more labor intensive when you are discipling your kid. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it it's easier to just be like, you can't. Nope. Nah. Uh, uh-uh. no. Cause I said, but when you are trying to shape character and when, cause you, as a parent, when you're discipling, you're going back to the word of God for your position on issues. You're going back to the word of God. I don't want I know we got other calls. If we have some time near the end, I want to return to this question. But I would say the best place to start, Marianne, is using the word of God as your straight edge for the decisions that you make. Mm-hmm. Why are you standing in this position as as it um, as it pertains to this? It's got to be because of the word of God. So if you're saying, um, for example, I'm not allowing my daughter to download or to 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 watch TikTok or to to 
use that as a social media platform, then your question's got to be why. So for us, we are talking to our kids about a covenant that they make with their eyes, that you're not going to just set everything wicked and evil before your eyes. God cares about this, right? And so you got to keep that in front of your kid as well and take them to the word of God. And this also has um, a dual effect in that it teaches them to self-feed. Mm-hmm. So right, they can put right. barriers in, in place for themselves and understand why those barriers yeah. need to be there. Yeah. All right. Will the Great, where do we go next? Uh, let's go to uh, Jessica in Virginia. Hi, hi, Jessica. Well, that was a heavy question to follow or to <laughs> lead up to this. I just called to tell you guys I love you guys. <laughs> we love you, Jessica. Thank, Thank you. We love you guys. Thank I you. love you. I cannot tell you enough. I don't call into shows. This isn't my thing. I actually <laughs> emailed you guys a few weeks ago because, Miki, you got on uh, this, I don't know, this beautiful flow of perfectness. And I, I emailed you all because it was you and um, Abraham Hamilton that day that just spoke to me so loudly. And I was just so thankful that I have this opportunity to hear you guys Wednesday through Friday, because I have to come leave work and go get my son for this, this short little hour. Mm-hmm. And I just love listening to you guys. Oh, I love, thank you, I love Jessica. how you two play off of each other. I love your, I, I'll tell you, there's a few people in heaven I want to meet, and you have just been added to the list because oh. I just know we would just be such good friends. Man, Jessica, listen, that is such an Thank encouragement. You. you have just warmed my heart. And, and, and look, I know where Virginia is. Girl, we, I'm going to find you. I mean, we can at least get a cup of coffee or something, maybe a donut. I mean, I don't know, you know. God bless you, Jessica. Thank, Thank you so you. much for calling. That's so encouraging. Will the Great, where do we go next? All right, let's go to Keith in Michigan. Hi, Keith. Hi. Hello. Hey, thanks for your call. Um, I just wanted to say, man, girl, when you're on fire, <laughs> uh, I imagine my, what your kids are go through every day. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. I love it. I love it. So Hey, there's a couple. I know that you love to read people and love autobiographies of people. There's a couple. I you may have already read about them. George Miller and Nate no. Saint. There are a couple of amazing missionaries and men of God that are be great people. To well, know. you said George Mueller. I think or, or you Miller? read George Mueller. Mueller. Yeah, I, I've yeah. read. George yeah, Mueller, the, I, I've the read that. Orphanage. Yes, man, yeah. powerful. Yes. Okay, oh, we man. haven't read Talking Nate Saint though. Yeah, who? Nate Saint. Well, okay. Nathaniel Saint. He was the guy who was um, martyred as a missionary down in Central America. Okay. Yes. But reading yes. his biography and his history is just amazing. His, wow. his brothers made a sleeping patio on the roof of their home, and his father built a roller coaster in their backyard. So <laughs> wow. He was just always involved in building things. It was an amazing story. Wow. But I tell you what, I I listened to your story yesterday of talking about birthing pains. My wife. Mm. As two teenage boys, and you want to talk about needing strength every day of trying to raise teenage boys in mm. the Word of God. It's like, really? Are you yeah. really doing that? Yes. <laughs> it's exhausting, yeah. isn't it? It is. It is. And and then just the birthing pains, it's kind of funny. Is that there are time, There is a time that my wife is like, stop talking to me. It's like, okay, <laughs> <I'll shut up. laughs> okay. Not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Yeah. Man, it's so, it's so true. It, Keith, thank you so thank much. You, I'm Keith. I'm always looking for something good and edifying <laughs> to read, something that's going to um help me understand what God has done in the history of the church and biographies and autobiographies of believers um are are great places to look yeah. for that. I know Will you read um George Mueller's yeah, autobiography. Powerful. And um, I know JD was reading about Nate Saint in one of his uh, social studies books. Mm-hmm. And so, but I have not read about Nate Saint. So mm. I need to check that out. So I appreciate that, Keith. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you, Keith. Will the Great, where do we go next? All right, let's go to Cheryl in Arkansas. Hi, Cheryl. Hello. Hello. I don't usually call more than one time in the in the week, but I, I just had to add something because I kind of, I think I set Mickey off yesterday or Wednesday whenever I was talking about, I couldn't even talk to my pastor and it's like, there's so much apathy in the church and all that. So anyway, yes. I want to get back to the subject that, um, that you covered about, will they stand? And I listen to your show. I've been struggling with infertility for six years. I don't have any children and I'm actually really suffering through, you know, in my walk of Christ, the children I did have in my life of friends and stuff they're keeping their kids from me because now I'm a threat because I'm a Christian and that's mm. really difficult to, to, to deal with but I love listening to your show because even though I don't have children in my influence you know Jesus tells us we have to be childlike to come into heaven and I may not have children but I am a child and everyone around me who doesn't know Christ needs to become a child so mm. People who listen to your show and think, why am I listening to this? I don't have kids. You're surrounded by children if they're willing to be childlike. And everything that you teach us and everything that you cover is useful because in order to be in the kingdom of heaven, you have to be childlike. So Mm -hmm. age has nothing to do with it. I am young in the faith, and I love listening to you guys teach because I feel like I have – I'm in my second birth. I may be 37, 38 I don't know how old I am. I'm about to be 40 somewhere in there. I can't do math right now. But um, I'm only two years old. Actually, I'm only a year and a half old in in my Christian life. And I just really appreciate what you guys teach and everything you cover. And I just want to encourage everybody, make yourself a child and listen to you guys and to anybody who's willing to teach and take that, and you may not have a child to give that to, but you have adults who need to be a child that you can give it to. And I just hey, I Cheryl, thank let you me guys so much for what you do. God bless you, and thank you for calling in. I just want to ask you a question. I know that you were um, talking about, you know, why why isn't it, or why is it that people are not wanting to talk about what's going on and what's happening around us? But let me ask you a question: Are there uh, women who are mature in the faith that you've observed their life around you that you can ask them? to disciple you, to help you to continue to grow in the faith? Have you been able to um, point that out in your church or identify that? No, actually, um, I actually had a talk with a pastor. We're, we're leaving our current church because we just can't. The two people that I thought I had an opportunity that to disciple me, it's kind of flip-flopped. And um, I feel like I'm discipling them sometimes. Mm. And I'm not saying that to be degrading or anything by mm-hmm, that means. Mm-hmm. It's just, like I said, I want to get beyond and below God is good. I don't want to just praise him. I also want to discuss him and get to know mm. him better. And it's Cheryl. kind of threatening, I guess. Mm. I, I don't really know. But the mm. conversations, when I try to go deeper, wow. they just stop. And Cheryl, so I, I just, I, look, I just heard your heart there. Yeah. I really, really did. And, and I wow. think... 
Oh man, it's it's hard not to see that as an indictment. Um, but I would encourage you to keep searching out and pray and ask the Lord to bless you with older women in the faith who will be able to disciple you and train you in the things of God. That is vital. All right, we got to grab the break. Aaron the Addisons, we'll be right back. Hear ye, hear ye, it's a flood warning. It's easy to mock if you've never seen it pouring. They like, we've never seen rain before. They hear you come saying God sent it's gonna pour. So we choose our way and reject salvation though it's priceless. The same reason was stone a prophet, but you're so a psychic. So please remember when Noah was the butt of the joke. But when the flood came, those who left was chasing his boat. But it was too late. Welcome back to Aaron the Addison's the Friday edition on American Family Radio. We appreciate you listening i'm miki and i'm will and that's gabriel parker with mocking word mm-hmm. sherry b is over in studio cc we still have a full bank of calls so let's go immediately to our next caller will the great Who all right it? let's go to uh gary in oklahoma hi gary hey guys how are you doing doing good Hello. uh you, you made a comment just about when you first started your show about marriage okay and I wanted to make a comment about that. Sure. I've been married in June. This coming June, I'll be married 45 years. Oh, yes. Same woman. Yes. And, and so uh, what I wanted to say is how a couple knows when they have the right mate is when they both, the man and woman, both realize that their mate is not perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they can work together. Yes. I actually call my wife my spiritual rib. Mm. Oh, that's so <laughs> sweet, Gary. That's awesome. that is, thank you, Gary. Thank you so much for calling in. 45 years Four, in June. Hey, 45, 45 years, years in June. Look, Look I tell people, it's just true. When when you and I were married the first year, you remember, and you get these questions, oh, you, you guys happy you're newlyweds and everything. I Even then. I would say, yeah, this is exciting, but I I was looking ahead to that time where I felt like I really knew you. You know what Mm. I mean? I I was looking ahead and I I would say, yes, but I can't wait till we're at that point where we trust one another's motives completely and we really know one another, you know, because that's a that's a different level. And I feel like, unfortunately, in so many marriages in America, um, we don't allow for that to happen. Mm, you know, when, yeah. when the Hollywood presentation is <laughs> oh, not immediately goodness. ours, yeah. right? We're like, Oh, I'm out. That's, I'm not doing that. <laughs> right. That's, I, I can't, I can't take you leaving your socks right where you peel them off next to the bed <laughs> like that. I'm not, no, man, <laughs> you didn't do that toothpaste, right? <laughs> you didn't. Well, no, but that's a, that's an issue. That, let's be real. Are you a middle? You're I, I'm no, asking. I know. You what, know. Yeah, it's like okay. We, we can we, talk about it later. No, we wait. Hold on. What? what? Because what? I feel like we both do it right. So much so to the point where at the end it's like, man, like who's going to get the last? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I do. I do have a technique to make sure that we get. No, nah, I don't drop push from the middle. You, that's what I think. That's paste. what you're trying to say. I. All right, let's go to our next caller. Okay, <laughs> let's go. To, uh, let's go to Brent. <laughs> In Mississippi, he hi said Brent. I don't push from the middle. Okay, that's fine. Sorry. Hey Brent, the marriage All right. counselor. How you doing? Thank you. Good, good. Hey, I just want to say to Gary from Oklahoma, real quick. I used to live in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. and so, but when he he greeted you all improperly when he said "How you doing?" because <laughs> okay, as someone from New Orleans, you're supposed to say "How you doing?" 
How you doing? <laughs> How you doing? So, how you doing? Gary, next time, next time you call in, it's how you doing. Okay. Come on, Brent. You know what's up. That's right. Well, I'm only an hour from New Orleans, so. Oh, um, that's practically but, yeah. But but anyway, I will see you all on date night, uh, January the ninth. I signed right. up, so me and my wife will be driving about three and a half hours. We'll get there and then turn around and come home. So I'm looking forward Fantastic. to that. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. Awesome going to be great but uh i wanted to tell you um just briefly or i wanted i wanted to just make a comment um, about something um uh first off i, I pastor a, a church here uh me and my wife own a restaurant uh, we run it ourselves with our kids we homeschool the kids oh man and there's just a lot of stuff going on i almost <laughs> messed up a pot of jambalaya just a second ago waiting for songs <laughs> because i've been on hold for half an hour oh, man. Oh. <laughs> It was it was sticking to the pot, so I had oh. to rush back there and get it. But I, yes, I we would have held on. Something. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, I'll I'll bring some to date night. Okay. <laughs> I wanted I wanted to make a comment on something that I have been dwelling on for the last uh, several months, really, okay. since January of 2020. I, rem- I I spoke on a Sunday morning, and I, I just asked the congregation. We just have a small congregation, and we're very open. We mm-hmm. have all the age groups in there. We don't have children's church and stuff. Mm-hmm. Everybody's mm-hmm. in there. And we had everybody stand up, and they were just giving things. That, and this is way before coronavirus happened, you know, around yeah, March or so. That's right. And so in January, we had this whole, you know, 2020, like, hey, guys, what's God telling you? Just encourage the church. Stand up, please, one at a time. And I had this couple— um, the husband stood up and, and basically made a case for why we need to be, you know, separated and called out and all of these things that, that mm. Christ did teach us in the word of God. And then, and then a few minutes later, after some other stuff, his wife stood up, I was like, you know, what's God showed you? And she makes a case for, we need to be praying for unity within the church. You know, and it was just this, it was this, um, you know, obviously the Bible uh, covers both of those subjects, the, mm-hmm. the ways that we need to be in the world, but not of it, and we mm-hmm. need to be separated. But I heard a message. This is what I wanted to ask you, and I'll get you, you guys to comment on it. Okay. Uh, the late uh, David Wilkerson had a yeah. sermon one oh, time, man. and I loved listening to what he said about the unity in the body of Christ. And yeah. it was one of those moments where he was getting really pumped. And he said, everybody's talking about unity you know, within the body of Christ, let me just tell you something. We don't need unity within the body of Christ because the true body of Christ has never been divided. Mm, because upon amen. this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And it just it struck me so strong when he said that mm. that I had to just look at it, and I thought, you know, if when I think about my body, of course, we love to say that we can't do two things at a time. Like we can't chew gum and walk at the same time, or you can't pat your head and rub your belly at the same mm-hmm. time. We almost act as if we're unorganized as a body. Mm. But the people that are truly a part of the body of Christ. Now, I know there's people going to churches. There's people in my own <laughs> congregation that are not saved, that are not doing the things that they need to be doing. They don't have a desire for the word. They're not hungry for it. They are coming to church, yes. But when we talk about who is in the body of Christ, there is no possible way, if you are following the head of the church, which is Jesus Christ, if you're listening to the head, then we are not divided. That's why we can call in to a talk radio show, and I can call and talk to Will and Miki for the first time, and it's like there's a connection there because 
because we're following the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm not, I don't care what denomination anybody is. Mm-hmm. We're not divided if we are believing in, the G, in Jesus Christ and, and searching for his truth. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just, that is just my heart's desire that mm-hmm. if you can't, in, in spiritually speaking, if you cannot walk and chew gum at the same time, with your Christian brother or sister, because you're both body parts, my, my hand and my foot, if, if my hand and my foot need to be in sync, all they have to do is pay attention to what the head is saying. If mm, my head so communicates good. with my foot, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? If my head mm-hmm. communicates with my foot properly, mm-hmm. and if my head communicates with my hand properly, then we're not divided in the body of Christ. Man, mm. Pastor Brent, God yeah. bless you. Amen. I mean, I don't, I don't know what you need us for, um, <laughs> because let me just tell you, I mean, that's that is that is almost precisely um, what I was trying to communicate when we talk about unity. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's clearly laid out that for the Christian, our unity is a unity of the spirit, mm. a unity of the spirit, meaning it already exists. That's why Paul told the Ephesians to maintain it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like don't create it. It's already created right. for you in maintain Christ. It. That's right. Right? Just maintain it. So man, God bless you, Pastor Brandt. And let me just say thank you so much, one, for coming to the marriage family date night um in just a couple weeks here. But then also for being willing to risk your jambalaya to talk to us. <laughs> That's man, big. I, you know, listen, That's huge, man. Right. Um That's huge. You're the real um M- M- MVP. VP. Yes. I can't why do I always want to say the P second? Anyways, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. All but right. Pastor Brant, thank you so much. Where do we go next, Will? Let's go to Jewel in Tennessee. Hi, Jewel. Hi. How are you? All Hello. Right. Yes, I, I wanted to comment on uh, uh, Joe Biden or whatever. <laughs> I have listened to a number of doctors, and I have watched many times Joe Biden when he has. Well, they say he has dementia. Mm-hmm. And many doctors that I have listened to, okay, and one, I had an uncle that had dementia, mm-hmm. and you don't just bounce back from it. So I'm wondering how he's thinking and focusing uh, straight now. That's what I want. That's what I'm curious about. Mm-hmm. So, because um, I, I haven't heard anybody, you know, address that topic. And, uh, what? So, uh, well, first of all, I, I'm not mm-hmm. in the medical community, so I don't feel um, adequate to address that topic. But I want to make sure that I understand your question. I, I think what she's saying is that he was people were saying he has dementia and stuff like that before. But all of a sudden, it seems like but he's seems lucid like now and has no one is really. Mind. Is that right, Jewel? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm just nervous. <laughs> no, oh, no, okay. you're fine. You're fine. I just want to make sure that we speak to the right um to the right aspect of of what it is that you're that you're saying. So here's what I would say. Now of course, you know, this is outside of our wheelhouse because we're not medical doctors, right? But there are some things that you can observe about the way a person communicates um and because the internet is savage, um you have people <laughs> who have strung together a series of um things coming from our president and you know, you look at those things especially when they they string them all together. And you mm-hmm. take them as a total, you're like, whoa, that's <clears throat> that's something is not quite right. But here is what I will say. If I'm if I'm being generous in my observation, I will say this. It is easier to have your talking points given to you and just stick mm. to that <laughs> right. than it is to answer something just from your own conviction that's off true. the top of your head if you're not 
all that pulled together or if you don't have the convictions that you're spouting. Yeah. Okay. So I think what we see now coming from President Joe Biden is, well, all the hard work, the heavy lifting has already been done. Mm-hmm. Right. I no longer have to be put on the spot. I have other people who can do that, you know, press secretary and all that. So I have other people who can be put on the spot. And so now all I've got to do is stick to the script. And frankly, I will tell you, if President Trump had done that more, if President Trump had done that more, we probably would have a second term of President Trump. Mm. I, I, w- I wouldn't even be close. And and that's just that's just my observation. I think what you see now is a Joe Biden who doesn't feel like, oh, man, it's, you know, the pressure's on and I got to do this. He's already he's already won. And so, you know, now all he's got to do is stay on message and stay on, on on the script. And and by the way, his executive orders, his executive actions oh coming, th- those things are purely on that script. And, <laughs> and it's very sad. I'm trying not to, you know, go too much there, but yeah. it's it that's it's, so. So, Jewel, that would be yeah. my short answer. Um, and of course, I'm not a medical doctor and nor have I ever played one. Not even on right. radio? Okay. Not even on radio. Right. You know uh, what I mean? Let's go to, <laughs> really great. Where do we go next? Let's go to Kathy in North Carolina. Hi, Kathy. Hello. Hello. Uh, Hello. I just got to say, I love your show. I try to listen whenever I can. Thank you. Thank you. And I've been married 57 years, but wow. I have my days if I had wow. the right one. <laughs> <laughs> Man. <laughs> but anyway, there there's two things. There was a lady on uh, a while back, several weeks ago, and she had a 7 and a 10-year-old. And they wanted to become boys. But they're babies. I mean, parents are there to instruct and mm. to guide them. Mm-hmm. And that's too young an age for mm. let, to let them decide yeah. that this is something they want to do because they're going to change what they want to do Come on. through the years, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe a dozen times or more. <laughs> and the other thing is uh, Biden was on um, a talk show, a night talk show, uh, I guess about a month or a couple months ago, and he somebody asked if he would serve another term, and he said he would, but through somebody else. And mm. I wondered if he's serving Whoa. that term through Biden. Hmm. So President Obama said that, because you said? He's, he's, yeah. Wow. Okay. Because they did. They asked him if he would serve a, a third term, and he said he would, but hmm. through somebody else. Yeah, mm-hmm. I believe that that's what he's doing. Biden and, and Obama work. That's why he's doing all this stuff that Obama had put into action, and he's mm-hmm. putting it back into action. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, he's definitely carrying on where <laughs> President Picking Obama up where they left off. Left left off. You know, yeah. I think they had an interruption with President Trump. It was like, oh uh-huh. no. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. I, wow, I, I, that's I really that. interesting. I hadn't heard about that, Kathy. But yeah, wow. I think we can see that. I mean, he himself has said or did say uh, during the election as he was running that he was basically a placeholder. I mean, you know, yeah. he's like, I'm, uh, come Pretty on, much. guys, I'm not going to be here long. <laughs> All right, let's try to squeeze in one more call. Kathy, thank you for calling. I appreciate it. Where All do we go right, next? Let's Will go to Michael in Florida. Okay. Oh, Florida, Hi, man. Hi, Michael. Hey, I know we're pressed for time. I've never called you all before, but I think you all do a great job. I don't have uh, kids myself personally. I knew with the kind of lifestyle I lived, I didn't have the discipline or the maturity to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um and the last person that actually tried to rope me into a relationship, I felt it was highly inappropriate because the um, the ink on her second divorce was not even dry yet before she tried to rope me in. Mm. Now, she did start going to church with me and bringing her son. I believe her son even got baptized. And the thing is, is you have to worship Christ, not me. And so I could not do that. And just yeah. because the relationship between your ex or soon-to-be ex didn't work out, um, I didn't feel it was my right 
or my responsibility to raise that kid that is not biologically mine. It's not that I don't care, but I don't feel that that was my right just because your marriage was not fun anymore. Mm. Mm. Michael, we're about to run out of time. time. Yeah, go ahead. One last thought. Where have Brenda and Bob been? (laughs) (laughs) Getting counseling, Michael. I mean, obviously, Brenda and Bob have been getting counseling. We're out of time. Until Monday, Lord willing. God bless.